the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that I pray is being a blessing to you. It's called Rightfully Ours. The Bible that God our Father wrote to us tells us about all kinds of things that our Father has made available and is willing to do for us. Things that he thought important enough for us to be able to have that he sent Jesus Christ to bleed and die so that we can have them. Well, since God wants us to have those things so much that he sent Jesus Christ to bleed and die for us to be able to have them, then we need to do whatever we need to do to actually receive and achieve all that he's made available to me and you. Since God's word tells us that they're rightfully ours, then it's only right that we receive and achieve each and everything that Jesus Christ bled and died to be ours. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Rightfully Ours. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. If you got a Bible which I invite you to turn to John chapter 10, and come on, let's dive back in to this word that God gave me to give to you. When it's going to bless you, I said bless you. That's if you got an ear to hear what the Lord's going to say to you. Of course, the name of the teaching is called Rightfully Ours. Rightfully Ours. It's important for us to know about the things that are rightfully ours. Because unfortunately, many believers are going without the things that are rightfully theirs, dealing with life as a result of not receiving the things that are rightfully theirs, when they don't have to, when they could be living a better life, an easier life, the wonderful life that God intended them to. Well, God wants me to be able to talk to you and continue to talk to you about things that are rightfully ours so that we can believe these things are really ours and then be able to benefit from those things that are really ours because we'll receive those things that are really ours because there's things that's sitting there waiting with your name on it, opportunities that are right there before you just to be able to take hold to. But if you don't believe it, you won't receive it. It's about as simple as that. If you believe it, you'll receive it. If you don't, you won't. Well, my job is to help you believe it so that you can go ahead and receive it. So that you can step into a life that you never would unless you received what God had in store for you. Rightfully ours. John chapter 10 is the foundational text. We'll read that, do a brief review. Then we'll dive forward into the day stuff, which I'm telling you is going to bless you. Starting with verse 9, it says, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pastors. He shall be saved and go in and out and find pastors. Of course, each and every one of us up in here that's born again, we are saved. Anybody in here saved? Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. That means that you follow the first category. But notice there's an and behind the salvation, which means there's something that comes along with your salvation. There are other things that can manifest in the midst of your life as a result of your salvation. And one of those things is is that you shall go in and out and find pasture. 
We already know that if the Lord is our shepherd, we shall not want. We'll have green pastures in which we can be able to lie in. We know that we'll drink from still waters, not troubled waters, still waters, where we can be able to enjoy the life that God intended for us to the point that our cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy will follow us for the rest of the days of our life, and we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Praise God. Why? Because the Lord is our shepherd. That even if we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we won't fear no evil because God is with us. His rod and his staff, they'll comfort us, and he'll be right there to be able to bless us and be able to carry us through. That's a good life that God has in store for me and you. In fact, he put it this way in verse 10. He said, the thief cometh not before to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am coming that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Of course, God came that we might have life. I like that. Why is that? Because might means opportunity. That there's an opportunity before me and you to be able to have the life that God intended us to have when he first created me and you. Because that word life is the Greek word zoe, which means it's speaking of the God's kind of life. The God kind of life. That's the one he intended us to have when he first made us to have life. But, of course, we know that Satan caused Adam to fall. But thank God that Jesus came back and restored us all, at least every one of us that received what he did for me and you. So we received the salvation already. Now it's time to receive the rest of what he has in store for me and you. And that's the life that he intends for me and you. He said that we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly. Might is an opportunity that's available to me and you. We already found out that opportunities can be accepted or rejected. Opportunities can be accepted or rejected, which means although you're born again, you can reject some of the life that God has in store for you, that you can be able to live that awesome life that God intended you to. You can reject it. Look at your neighbor and say, I hope you ain't that kind of fool. I hope you ain't that kind of fool. Praise God. Amen. But they exist, that kind of fool. Praise God. But yet, you know, but the truth of the matter is, is that most of us don't really know everything we need to know. That's why we miss out on what God has in store for us. Because although he opened a door of grace for us to be able to step into these wonderful places for us, but yet the Bible tells us that it's through the increased knowledge of God that we get a chance to step into these things that God has in store for me and you. Because you never find out about it, then you'll never be able to receive it and walk about it. If you never really understand it, then you'll never receive it in your hand and receive what God has in store for you. Well, we're going to understand it so that we can have the life that God has in store for us. He said, I came that they might have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. That's the amplified version of it. He amplified it right there. He said, I want it to the full till it overflow. Well, you got too much life. You got too much going good going on in your life. Well, it's on overflow, getting on everybody you know. Praise God. And if they just get near you, they get blessed just like you. They stay around you, they bless just like you. Why? Because you got that much life coming up in the middle of your life. In fact, Jesus said that's his purpose. The living Bible said my purpose is to give life in all its fullness. I like that. In all its fullness. To the brim till you can't fit nothing in sin. That's what God has in store for me and you. And we found out already that these great, exceeding great and precious promises that God has in store for us are already yea and amen in Christ. He's already said yea to him. He's already said amen to him. He said, yay, which is old English for yes. He said, yes, I'm going to do these things for you. But this isn't a casual yes. This is a yes with an exclamation point on the back, with emphasis on the back. Like, yeah, I'm going to do these things for you. Somebody said, well, then go, let's do them then. Praise God. Amen. And amen, which means firm, which means God said, I'm firmly saying this to you. Ain't no wiggle room in what I'm saying to you. I'm going to do exactly what I said I'm going to do. The question is, is will you allow me to do what I want to do? Well, we got to learn what we need to learn so that he can do it. We've been looking at some of these promises that he gave me and you over the period of time now. 
the ones we've been looking at recently is the promise of answered prayer. How answered prayer is rightfully ours. It's something that's rightfully ours. You should expect an answer uh, every prayer that you prayed unto God. Especially when we learn that you pray according to his will. That when you pray according to this will, he hears you. And because we know he hears us, then we have the petitions we put before us. We look to scripture after scripture after scripture that says he's going to be able to do it for me and you. Such a way which you should have no doubt in your mind that God's going to come through for you. We've been looking more recently on the, the right to answer prayer when we're in trouble. Everybody say, I know that's right. Prayer is good. Amen. Because we already want him to answer the prayer. But when we're in trouble, we show enough want him to answer the prayer. Prayer is God. At least I do. Maybe you don't. Maybe you can sit four, five, six days or weeks and months and in problems and, and it don't bother you. It bothers me. Prayer is God. I mean, I get back in faith. Prayer is God. And I learn how to stand, handle it. But at the same time, that don't mean I like it. Prayer is God. Jesus didn't like it. Praise God. Bible says, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame. He said, I couldn't stand it. But the other side of the coin is, but I did stand it because I understood that God was going to come through for me. Well, just like us, we want to know that God's going to come through for us. And we learned about that. We found out God hears the prayers of his people when we're in trouble. Many are the afflictions, afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord will deliver us out of them all. Why? Because when we were in trouble, Paul, uh, 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 Peter, no, that, what's that dude in the Old Testament? David. David taught us, praise God, that he said, I cried unto the Lord when I was in trouble. He didn't whisper. He cried. Come on, y'all. Give me a cry. I know that's right. Help me, praise God. Hallelujah. And he came through, just like he'll do for me and you. Here's another one that the Lord wants me to share with you. Praise God. Dropped in me that he wanted me to share with you. And that is the right to guidance and instruction from God. The right to guidance and instruction from God. Some of the times the things that God gives you that are rightfully yours are things that are rightfully yours that are the the thing that he wants to give to you. Some of the things that he gives you are the things that's going to help you get the things that he has in store for you. This is one of those that's going to help you get the things that God has in store for you. Help you keep the things once he gives them to you. Help you to be able to know where to go, what to do, because God wants to give instructions as well as guidance to you. I'm talking about the right of guidance and instruction from God, whereas guidance and instruction from God are rightfully yours. Turn to Psalms number 62. Let's dive into this. I'm telling you, it's going to bless you in Jesus name. Oh, see, I'm excited for you. Praise God. I said, I'm excited for you. Ask me why. Ask me why. Because why would God teach me, tell me to teach you? about how he can guide you and instruct you unless he wanted to guide you and instruct you. And whenever God wants to guide and instruct, that's because he really want to, really want to, really want to get something to somebody. He want to get you somewhere. He want to get something in your hand. He wants you to be able to step into something that otherwise there's no way you can. That's when he begins to guide you, when he begins to instruct you. Is anybody hearing me up in here? So I'm excited about this part of the teaching. Praise God, because there's something there's some, there's some right, right, right around the corner for some of you. Praise God. Hallelujah. But he's trying to prime the pump right now and say, okay, now you, you want to listen to me. You want me to guide you. You want to receive my instruction. Don't be hard-headed. Don't be stupid. Amen. Be a person that's willing to be instructed. Let's hear about this. Once again, guidance and instruction from God are rightfully ours. So we have a promise of receiving guidance and instruction from God when we need it. When we need it. Not when we think we need it. When we need it. Not when we think we need it. But when we need it. 
You know he Lord, right? Okay, so as being Lord, he can come and talk to you anytime he want to. He can talk to you anytime he want to. But one of the things I love about him, he'll come and talk to you ahead of time. Before you even find yourself in a situation at a time. God will talk to you ahead of time. And give you guidance and instruction. That'll be tremendously blessing to you. Somebody say guidance and instruction. From God are rightfully mine. Say guidance and instruction. From God are rightfully mine. Mm-hmm. Give me an old hit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Psalms number 32. Praise God. Let's look at stanza number eight. Did I? Okay, well then turn to 32 then. We're going to look at stanza number eight. I love the Lord. Anybody here love the Lord? I love the Bible. I'm just one of those Bible-loving folk. Bear with me you know, you know, if, if my love for the Bible can begin to get on you because I love me some Bible. The Bible has all things that pertain unto life and godliness, which means there ain't nothing that you need for life or to live godly that's not in this book. This is the bomb book. I mean, this is the bomb book right here. I love this book. Psalms number 32 stands in number eight. Instructions from the Lord. It reads like this. He said, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way that thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eye. Ooh, I'm going to read that again. I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will instruct thee with mine eye. See, God will guide us in our decisions and instruct us in our doings. He will guide us in our decisions and instruct us in our doings. God will help us to be able to know what we should do. What we should not do. He'll guide us in our decisions. God will help us to be able to know where we should go. Where we should not go. God will guide us in our decisions. Now that's important. See, because there are times in life where, maybe I'm the only one. There's times in life where you don't know what you're doing. And you don't know where you're going. Some of us don't know what the heck we doing. And some of us will confess it. We ain't all prideful. Trying to act like we got it all together and everything like that. And some of y'all, you might have it all together, but you don't remember where you put it. Praise God. <laughs> so you still need guidance and instruction. See, it's times like that that we need some guidance. We don't know where the heck we going. We don't know what we doing. There's times like that we need some instructions. And we got somebody who's already promised us that I will guide you. And I will instruct you. God promised that he will guide us and instruct us. Now that word instruct right there means to be circumspect. Hence intelligent. To be circumspect. Hence intelligent. Now when he's saying be circumspect, that means in essence that you'll be able to recognize what you're looking at. God's going to be able to instruct us to the point that we will recognize what we're looking at. Like, I remember, I remember, I remember, the Lord was instructing us, praise God, some years ago, a a, a subject that he wanted me to teach the congregation. It was called, you know, knowing uh, your enemy, Satan. Knowing your enemy, Satan. And then he began to start instructing us of the enemy's devices. 
his trickery, his chicanery, his plans, his schemes, the things he's plotting against me and you. He let us know exactly what it does and how does it work and what does it want us to do. Taught, taught us how it renders down to a word called thoughts, which means God wants to get a thought up on the, I mean, Satan wants to get a thought up on the inside of you because if he can get a thought up in, on the inside of you, come on, y'all, what'll happen? He'll control you with it for the rest of the days of your life. Because that word thought renders down to a word called handles, which means God will handle, Satan will handle you with that thought for the rest of the day in your life. All he has to do is get a thought in. He began to start teaching us how it is that that works and things like that. And the benefit of that came was that we became circumspect to the point that we didn't just listen to anything, do anything, talk to anybody, listen to anybody, even people we knew and appreciated and loved before. That from the moment that we recognized that that ain't God, we shut down right then and said, ho, ho, stop right there, stop right there. No need to go any further. Why? Because now we were circumspect, operating circumspect, as he said in the book of Ephesians, and not as fools, redeeming the time because the days are evil, whereas we can recognize the difference between the two. See, when God instructs you, when God gets to teaching you, you get to know stuff in such a way where you ain't fooled no more. Because remember, we're living in a world that is also semi-controlled by Satan. I said semi-controlled. He don't control it for us. He controls it for everybody else. But it's semi-controlled by Satan, which means that you'll be operating in a world that you think everything is fine, but Satan is setting you up to jack you up all the time to be able to make sure you never step into what God has in store for you. But God will cause you to be instructed so that you can be circumspect and know the difference between what you're looking at and know exactly what to do. Everybody say, that's good news. And God said, I will instruct you. I will. He's already decided to. This is already who he intends to do. He wants to instruct you. Everybody said, want to instruct me, be mm-hmm. To be circumspect, hence intelligent. Which means after instructing us, those of us who didn't know what we were doing or didn't know where we should, what we should be doing, will become intelligent. I like that. See, I don't know about you, but I can use me some of that. In fact, I can use me a lot of that. What? Intelligence? That by the time that God finishes with you, you'll be an intelligent individual. For you might not have known nothing. You might not barely knew your name. But after God instructs you, you'll be an intelligent individual. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Anybody benefited from that? Praise God. Whereas you begin to share your wisdom and share your wisdom or talk to wisdom to somebody else. And they sit there and look at you and lean back and say, whoa. I, I didn't know you knew all that. Where'd you, where'd you get all that? I was instructed by God. That's why God said, I ain't impressed by your intelligence. I choose the foolish things to confound the wise. Because I'll give you intelligence. I'll instruct you in things you didn't even know nothing about. I mean, I, I'm telling you the truth. I, I, I know people who play instruments. I mean, professionally for the Lord. Powerful people. I, knew, I know piano players. I know guitarists, I know saxophonists that have not taken a day's lesson in any one of them. But God taught them how to be able to play that thing. I can name names for you. Some of these people, you probably would think like, them? Yep. Mm-hmm. Never, knew, never knew how to play it. But God said, pick up that saxophone. And then from the time that they picked it up, they played beautifully from that point forward. God taught them how to play it. God taught them how to do things. God will teach you some stuff. Oh, see, I'm excited for you. Praise God. Because God's about to take you someplace that you would have never got to unless he taught you what he wants to instruct you. Does that make sense? Come on, believe it. 
I like this though. That word instruct also translates expert. That word instruct also translates expert. God can teach us in such a way and, and teach us to the point that we become experts at whatever he instructs us. Ex- what'd you say, sis? I know that's right. Come on. That's... Now say it backwards. Amen. Praise God. Amen. That's a wild going and coming. Praise God. That's, that's why that's why from no matter direction how you look at it. Praise God. To the point did you become an expert? Let me stop, stop, stop. You didn't know nothing. You didn't know what you was doing. But then God instructs you and you become an expert at what it is he teaches you. That's why the reason why that is is because God is the best instructor that ever existed on everything. There ain't a subject that God's not an expert on. God knows everything about it. And if you allow him, you'll become an expert in that too. Might be business. After God instructs you, expert. Ministry, expert. Marriage, expert. Single life, expert. Divorced, expert. Not expert, expert at getting divorced. Amen. Expert on being divorced. Are you listening to me up here? Hallelujah. Ministry. Let's go back to that one. Expert. Childhood. Expert. Adulthood. Expert. Living in the hood. Expert. God will make you an expert. Across the board. Cooking. Expert. Eating. Expert. Exercising. Expert. It'll make you an expert in everything across the board. See, this off the fascisi right here. Because God said, I will instruct you. God said, I'm going to turn you into an expert at what you do. Once again, that is off the hook, especially with people who would consider the least likely to be this and, you know, failed at just about everything they took in school and everything like that to the point that Satan ride them and make them think I can't do anything like those people that was in school that was cool. But God said, no, no, you, you are my perfect person to be able to grab hold to and turn you into an expert at what you do. Everybody said, come on, use me, Lord. See, it doesn't matter what you want to do or where you want to go. God can help you to do what it is that you're trying to do. He can help you to get to where you're trying to get to and cause you to be an expert at it once you get there. Nobody is better than God at, at, at getting people to places. Nobody. Nobody is better at God at helping people to accomplish things that he needs them to accomplish. Nobody. And God is, says that my instruction, you have a right to. As my child, you have a right to my instruction. God said, I will guide thee with mine eye. Oh, with mine eye. Let me hold up on that one. Mine eye. Let me read this out of the Bible in basic English. It might help you a little bit. Understand that God can make you an expert. He said, I will give you knowledge, teaching you the way to go. My eye will be your guide. My eye will be your guide. See, that's big. Ask me why. Because God's eye sees everything. God's eye sees everything. And as he guides you, God said, I see everything. God's eye sees every hindrance that's before us, and he'll guide you around every hindrance that's in front of you. Every trap that Satan lays for you so that you can sidestep the snare of Satan everywhere he lays it for you. Every distraction that Satan will send your way so that you won't accept that distraction that's coming your way. He'll tell you ahead of time, keep doing exactly what I'm telling you to do. So by the time that distraction comes, you won't think that that's your boo. 
I'm teaching you real good right here. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing that it's really true about the fact that there are things that God's Word says rightfully belong to me and you. God's willing and wanting to do those things for me and you. I hope that you're learning that our proper response to what God's Word says that He'd do will determine whether or not the things that God's willing and wanting to do will actually happen for me and you. So let's learn to respond properly to God's Word that He's shared with me and you by believing that the promises of God are true so that God can cause us to achieve and receive the things that rightfully belong to me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio and surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. And don't forget, we have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service that'll pick you up at home and then drop you off at home after the service. So if you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, just call us at the church office and arrange a ride. We'd be glad to come and get you. And to all of the brothers out there in San Antonio and surrounding areas, if your desire is to draw closer to God, I've got just a thing for you. We invite all the brothers in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Breakfast of Champions Men's Breakfast this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast that the sisters from Word of Faith prepare for the brothers of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my brothers that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too with a powerful word from God just for the brothers. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. This if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. Bring a couple brothers with you when you do. I guarantee that you'll be blessed and they will too. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.